You're listening to Fraud Feed, your finger on the pulse of the latest news and trends in insurance fraud prevention. Brought to you by the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud. Hello, this is your host, David Veach, coming to you with Fraud Feed. Mark Leonard was desperate for money. Leonard and his living girlfriend had spent way too much with credit cards and casino gambling. They were also behind on their mortgage payments. They needed a bailout, and fast. So Leonard launched a plot to burn down their home in suburban Indianapolis. The goal was to steal $300,000 of insurance money. But he messed up, badly, and innocent neighbors paid the price. Leonard ignited a terrifying explosion that burned two neighbors alive, nearly blew up the entire subdivision, and created a fiery trail of destruction that still haunts neighbors to this day. Here's how the plot went down. Leonard had planned the arson fire earlier in the day. He spread gasoline inside his home. Then he opened up the natural gas line in the fireplace. The home soon filled with explosive and unstable gas fumes. Leonard rigged the microwave oven with a timer. It would spark the fumes and light the house on fire that night. He would be away, gambling at a casino. He figured he had the perfect alibi. Denise Robinson was a key prosecutor on the case. Uh, The intent was to, either by means of fire or explosion, uh, destroy the home and the contents so that they could uh, claim insurance proceeds. Dangerous and volatile gas fumes were building to a crescendo on that evening in the quiet neighborhood. The volatile chemicals exploded with a full fury of a drone strike. The house blew up. Pulsating flames and superheated shockwaves blasted through the neighborhood. Some houses were crushed into mounds of blackened debris. Neighbors were stunned by the loud noise. One thought an airplane had crashed. Another thought it was an earthquake. Mike Fergon is an arson investigator who worked on the case. He describes the scene of destruction. The scene of the explosion was like a bomb went off. It was so extensive and such total devastation of the home and um, the couple of the surrounding homes next to um, the house exploded. One house was completely leveled next to it, and that's where two people lost their lives. Uh, the home on the other side uh, suffered extensive blast damage and fire damage. Dion and Jennifer Longworth live next door. Their house took the full force of the fiery blast. Jennifer was upstairs. She died instantly when the second floor crumbled and pancaked downward into the flames. Her husband, Dion, was trapped in the basement. Searing flames closed in on him. He was screaming for help, desperately trying to find a way out. A firefighter heard the cries. He took an axe and chopped a small hole in the back of the house. He's trying to make the hole big enough for Dion to escape, but time was running out. Dion and the firefighter even linked arms through the small opening, but the heat soon grew too intense, forcing all the firefighters back. The onrushing flames quickly engulfed the basement. Dion died, with burns over 90% of his body. Another family barely escaped the house explosion, and the same fate. There had been a family uh, in the family room just minutes before, and they decided to either leave and go get something to eat, or leave and do something, but they had just walked out of the family room that was um, completely destroyed um, just before the explosion occurred. Leonard was arrested as the mastermind of the deadly insurance arson. Prosecutors built a compelling case for the jury. 
Leonard was so deeply in debt that he had a strong motive to steal the insurance money. He even bragged to a friend that he had buy a Ferrari with the insurance money. And there was such huge damage to so many people and their property. It showed how little regard Leonard had for the neighbors he had put in harm's way. In fact, dozens of neighbors were injured, and at least 80% of their homes were damaged. Many were damaged so badly that they had to be torn down and rebuilt. The total cost was $5 million. The nature of the explosion itself and the force of the explosion, and then, but, but primarily uh, there was uh, a, an exploded microwave. There was an um, aluminum cylinder that was found that was blevied that was, appeared to have been exploded from the inside out. Firefighters were in tears when they testified during the trial. They told of Dion's final desperate moments trapped in the searing basement. Many neighbors took the witness stand as well. Some told how the roofs and ceilings caved in on them, and the bleeding, and the blood. Others told how their lives were ruined, and their valued family possessions were destroyed. Then there was the emotional damage. Fear and fright still follow some neighbors long after their burned homes were rebuilt. Consider Brian Hollingsworth. He says even the smallest noise makes him jump and panic. And a young boy is so scared that he won't stay home alone. And to top it all off, Leonard tried to have a close friend murdered. The guy knew too much about the arson and was a potential witness, so he had to go. Leonard tried to hire a hitman and have his friend shot. But luckily, the murder plot was discovered in time. The jury convicted Leonard. He received life in prison without parole. Getting that sentence was a full team effort by determined prosecutors and fraud investigators. It took painstaking work to build exactly the right case for the jury. So there was uh, a month and a couple of weeks of investigation that went on in this case. Uh, that was with uh, local and federal uh, fire investigators and law enforcement on the scene working uh, pretty much around the clock looking at that scene. Mark Leonard is off the streets for good. That's little consolation for Dion and Jennifer Longworth. But their tragic deaths could make people think twice before trying to burn down their homes for insurance money. Investigators are watching, and your arson plan will go up in smoke. Evidence was not destroyed. You had to look more carefully for it, but investigators found evidence. So if you think by setting a fire or setting an explosion that you're going to get away with it because you're eliminating the evidence, that just isn't true. You're going to leave evidence behind and trained investigators are going to find that evidence. This has been your host, David Veach. This has been Fraud Feed, brought to you by the Coalition Against Insurance Fraud. Find more resources and listen to past episodes at insurancefraud.org. For questions or comments, email coalition at insurancefraud.org. We value your feedback. Please consider leaving us a review. And if you like this episode, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast feed or follow us on SoundCloud so you never miss a show. Thanks for tuning in.